Welcome, everybody. You are listening to Kicks and Picks Podcast. We are happy to be back here as a group. You got the full squad here, Nick, along with Scotty and Coach Steve. We have awesome show for you today, coming off of some Champions League reactions, a lot of big moves in the Champions League. This week, uh, we have our buy or sell where we're going to break down the best lines of the week for you. And of course, our hat trick picks, locks of the week. Fellas, what's going on? Happy to see Liverpool actually succeeding at least one competition this year. They are moving on to the knockout stages, although it seems like they will be playing one of the group winners. So uh, un- unless they draw Bruges, it's going to be a, like a Bayern or a Real. Uh, Some the- people were saying that today was a Trent Alexander-Arnold masterclass. Um, can you comment on that? Uh, I would not say it's a masterclass, but it, it wasn't a disaster. So we'll give him credit there, but... Again, Liverpool have been playing better in Champions League than they have in the Premier League, so it's it's not too much of a surprise, I guess. All right, Coach, we had a good week for Scotty, a uh, good week for Lazio with me, big win with Immobile out. Uh, not so much for you. Well, first, I'm just happy to have my voice back because I got a little cold last week, came with some laryngitis Tuesday and Wednesday, so I couldn't come on the pod and talk you guys you. off of the pod lock. Napoli over 1.5. I tried over a text, but you guys didn't want to hear it. I told you Mourinho is going to – Park the bus and hit on the counter, or at least attempt. And Roma played a good defensive match, only gave one goal. So, moral you know, victory, some are saying. Moral, moral victory. I just, I just wish you guys had listened to me and saved the podlock. But I'm happy to be back, and hopefully, we have some winners this week. I'm coming off a couple of rough, rough weekends of picks after my three and zero week. So, oh, it's all good. That form back. You're still on fire this year, Coach. We're on fire as a squad. You brought it up five and five last week. Um, couldn't get that last one over. Uh, but we are absolutely scorching on the season, up 17.8 units, 57 wins against 32 losses. So we are definitely looking to continue that. Um, so let's roll into the Champions League. Just want to make a couple points um, before I let you guys go with, with your thoughts. But uh, some big teams out, uh, surprising, maybe not so surprising. Barcelona, Juventus, Ajax, Atletico Madrid all as of today's results will not be making it on to the second round. What do you think? Well, first off, I'm disappointed because Atletico kills our parlay. Yeah. We had the futures parlay that's going to pay out 2300 I think it was. And Atletico is going to be the one to ruin it. Maybe AC Milan, because I think they're now behind Chelsea in their group. So that could also have been the one that ruined it. But we'll say it's Atletico because they just did not perform. And the team that's going to win that group, Club Bruges, I think is probably like the biggest surprise of the the, the early rounds, the group stages. Yeah, so they got smoked today, but um, that's definitely a team we missed the mark on. You know, the, didn't even think they'd walk away with a point out of this uh, group stage. And here they are advancing. So, yeah, props I think to they, were, they were probably like a... a Plus five thousand to, to win the group, I think when when they came when the odds came out, they were pretty pretty high up there. So definitely a huge number to advance as well. Yeah, hey, shout out anybody that had Club Rouge on their their bet slip. If you if you're listening to this and you had Club Rouge, we want you on. You could be our next guest. Yeah, facts. <laughs> but also, it's yeah. a good week for for games in general too. And I don't know if you got to see much coach, but there was just goals aplenty in like ninety percent of these games. It was crazy. It was very open. There were. You know, I, I know some teams are chasing points a little bit, but even still to see that many goals, I mean, I think, you know, PSG had seven. I think there were seven goals in the, the Juve-Benfica game. Milan scored four. Porto scored four. Inter had four. It was just anywhere, everywhere you looked, there were goals. Yeah, I don't get to watch much being a teacher, obviously, but 
I mean, you see the the score lines today, like you said, so many goals. Only one match didn't go over. That was the Tottenham game. Uh, Nick was saying a couple of those goals got, goals got called back, so it could have easily been an over. Even yesterday, I'm counting one, two, three, four, five. Um, I think another six out of eight went over yesterday. Um, bucking the trend a bit because I know I've been putting in some, you know, little wagers, even though I've been at work uh, prior to, to, you know, the matches starting over lunch and stuff. And you expect some of these matches to go over and then they don't. And then now this weekend or midweek, they've been going over. So it's, it's a nice difference. I guess, like you said, teams need to push a little bit more later in the group stage if they're on the brink of qualifying or not qualifying for the knockout rounds. I guess the Tottenham group would be the one to watch next week because all four teams are still alive. Lisbon, Marseille, uh, Spurs, and who's at Eintracht. So yeah. everybody's got something to play for, which is always a good thing. It makes things more exciting. And I think of teams, if they do miss out, Atletico to me would be the biggest surprise. Um, that's not a team you expect to miss out, especially in the group that they're in. Uh, it's Bruges, Porto, and Leverkusen. Leverkusen has been very poor this year. Like we've, I've mentioned before on, on in the Bundesliga, when I look at some of those, lines and you know Porto's a good team always good in the Champions League but Bruges definitely a surprise in terms of a a positive surprise for sure Juve and Barca just trash especially the Juve I mean Juve may actually they they potentially could finish fourth in their group um which would be shocking considering that the fourth team isn't like I don't know like a team that yeah it's not like a team that is you know, a German or a Spanish side that hasn't been in the Champions League in a while, so their coefficients low and they end up in pop four. We're talking about Maccabi Haifa. Uh, and they lost to Maccabi Haifa in Israel. So, I mean, it, it's going all wrong for them right now. No, I, I think, you know, we, we talk about them week after week and we watch them in the league. And I, I think at some point you expect them to right the ship somehow, some way. But to lose some of those games, like the game in Israel, to to get absolutely embarrassed um, by uh, I'm completely Benfica. drunk. Benfica, thank you. Um, twice, I, I mean, not a good look. Um, you know, they're missing out on a lot of money, and they're not a lock to make top four in the league, right? No. Um, no. I mean, granted, you know, some of the other teams in Italy aren't performing to their full potential, but, I mean, Napoli's clearly better. Milan, at this point, has an edge. Inter is clearly better. And, and you have to think Roma, Atalanta, Lazio, somebody else kind of beats them to it if they continue to drop points. So uh, this is a lot of money down the tubes for Juve, a squad that absolutely needs it. And I think we could say the same for Barca. Like, I almost forgot how good of a transfer window they had considering they had no money. And yeah. for them to not even make it out of this group is a fucking disaster. Yeah, when you yeah. talk about mortgaging your future and then it, you know, falling on your face, like that's basically what Barcelona did. Now, the question remains to be seen. We kind of predicted Barcelona's demise six times in the past year. And I think a lot of people are doing that again, but it's going to be up to La Liga to potentially enforce any sort of penalties that they might get. Because um, I know they were basically gambling on getting at least, uh, I think they said a semifinals run this year oh. uh, in terms of Champions League money. Um, so they're going to be very short in that regard. Um, I'm not even sure. Are they are they even in position right now to make like a Europa run? I, I, the money there isn't significant, but at least it's it's not yeah, you know, it's, Juve, it's, which is nothing. <laughs> it's it's not an easy run to make because you have the other teams that drop down not. from the Champions League, yeah. right, that you could run into at some point. You have sides like United, Arsenal, probably Roma, probably Lazio, not, not easy not matches. Pushovers, yeah um union berlin who's been good in germany there and you know there's there's some good teams out there it's not you know it's not a given that if they drop down that they're going to make the semifinals and and of course like you said the money is nowhere near as good so um 
the one team I will say that I'm very happy about not having to see anymore is Ajax. Um, I think they had their run. Good for them. Kind of tired of them at this point. Um, they act, got absolutely rolled by Liverpool today. We know Napoli took care of business against them. See you guys later. Um, you know, better luck in the Europa League. Yeah, tough. They lost a lot of parts. You know, they lost the manager. They lost a lot of their key players. And I mean, that's a club that's going to retool. They'll have talent coming in. Oh, you know, always. It's it's never going to be you know a, a team that's just completely irrelevant with the European stage. So I'll see what happens. You know, over the next few years, I'm sure they'll be back in in some some way. Sure. Yeah, they, they they'll transition. They always do. They they sell some players, make some money. They lost, you know, Terhagen, and and that's gonna take away from the team. But they'll, they'll be back, and and they just run Holland for the most part. So the focus is always Champions League. Yeah, them. no question. I, I just think I'm more so like you know for for teams. Uh, that's a team you don't really want to see in the knockout stages, and people won't have to worry about them. And I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. All right, so let's get on to buy or sell. A um, ton of. Man, uh, I mean, you guys will you be the judge. A uh, t- ton of crazy lines this week um, across the continent. I think we will start with U of A. We mentioned they are out of the Champions League. They are traveling to Lecce, a minus 145 favorite. Are you buying or selling another disaster result here? Uh, Lecce, double chance is plus 105. Can they get a result? This is not as straightforward for them as it appears. I'll say that. I mean, they should get the result. Uh, minus 145 is not a terrible number for them, considering Lecce is in 17th place. But I'd be wary if I were a Juve fan and if I were Max Allegri, because Lecce has been drawing Tough. a lot of matches lately, uh, especially at home. So their last, let's see, one, two, three, four home matches have been draws against Fiorentina last match. Or two matches ago, Cremonese, Monza, Empoli. They also drew Napoli away, which is tough. They played Roma very tough at the Olympico, losing 2-1 after they went down a man. Um, so only eight points so far, but a lot of those points coming at home off of draws. So for a money line bet, it, there is some risk to it. Uh, draw no bet. You know, if you were getting that at minus 145, I'd say you're probably in a pretty good position. But money line, I'd be wary just because Lecce has been tough at home, tough to break down. And they're not going to be afraid. They showed it against Napoli. They showed it against Roma. Even Inter, they only lost 2-1, um, and that was very early in the season. That was the first match of the season, and that was a 90-plus-5 winner from Dun- Denzel Dumfries. So they've been yep. toe-to-toe with everybody. Yep. Scotty, what do you think? You buy, are you buying them with a shot here? It's it's so it's a crazy line to think that Juventus playing a team that's newly promoted, right, and still pretty much in the relegation zone, and that team is basically even money for, for a, a double chance. Like, that's crazy to think of but it's all very valid because of just the spiral that you are in um the thing that i'm i'm starting to see is 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 chiesa he's looking like he's Training back with soon the team, or so plays, is this like with the under 19 team or something like that is, is this like the big hope that Juve fans have now where it's like he's going to be the guy that like turns around the season because I don't you know it doesn't seem like the way that Allegri sets things up that this is going to be he's going to be much of a, an impact. I mean, not doubting his qualities, his quality is, is there, but um, yeah. to me, it's, it's not going to be like this big One guy you know, can't put out the far, forest right. fire. Right. It's not like a, a Holland coming in and all of a sudden you have this guy that's scoring two goals a game. Well, they have that, right? They got Vlavic last yeah, year. They have Vlavic doing done. that and they still can't. <laughs> and the thing with Chiesa, you know, how many minutes can he play right away? He's coming off an ACL. You don't want to push him in this condensed schedule because they're playing twice a week until the world cup break. I yeah, think you got to make sure is, is is ready for the World Cup. Oh, you don't want to you don't want to risk uh, it. Oh, 
Damn. Yeah. Sorry, Ugh. guys. Sorry. I, I think the whole thing with them is they have to get to the World Cup break winning. I, I, don't, I don't know who else they have left. Lecce. I'm going to check right now. Um, let's see. They have, oh, they have Inter next weekend. So that's, you know, that's not easy. So I was going to say maybe if they could get to the World Cup break, you know, with their head above water by winning out, but they also have Lazio right before the break. So their schedule isn't getting any easier. Chiesa is going to be limited if if he plays before the break. They still don't have Pogba, which is probably their other hope to get him back. But the thing is, to me, like, a Juventus side gave up four goals at Benfica yesterday, right? Yeah. And I saw a tweet. Um, a bit more. I, I saw some tweets talking about, you know, Delict had a great game uh, We you I, from what I read today, right? They, they sold him. Yeah. He goes elsewhere. He's better. They signed Bremer, who was, yes, the top defender in Serie A last year, but it was under Juric, who we know has transformed defenders into big stars for a season. They go elsewhere, like Mbula. They don't do as well. I mean, they're not really retooling their defense the way they need to. They brought in Bremer and Gatti, who was in Serie B last season. And you have an old elder Bonucci. You know, you have Rugani's your other center back. Chiellini left. He was 38 years old. I, I think there's a worry on defense, too, when they play better sides. Yeah, they won 4 nothing last weekend against Empoli. But when you play sides that have a little more attacking talent, it's going to be tough for them. So you're going to make me skip ahead, but I mean, Inter in the form that they're in right now, you have to like them going in there and scoring two-plus goals. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have two bonus buy or sells that I'm going to throw out there. Um, you're buying or selling. This is a must-win game. Allegri absolutely has to go if they don't get a win. I think he won't, but yes. Yeah, that's I, I agree with Coach. I think it's a similar situation with, with Brennan Rogers, although at least Leicester City have kind of turned around a little bit. They've got back-to-back wins now. But it, with the way that the schedule is shaped up, I guess maybe they have a little more free time you know, midweek coming up with, with no real Champions League to, to worry about. But how do you get rid of a manager before the World Cup? It's just there's nobody that you're going to be able to bring in at this time. I know Aston Villa just kind of did it with Emery, but Juventus are a different level. It's kind of harder to get that you know, high quality manager that's going to make waves, you know, at, at this point, I think it makes sense to just wait for the world cup to, to finish up, see, you know, what managers there, um, you know, might be moving on after they made their run with their national team. Uh, well, I don't think you necessarily have to make a hire before the world cup is over, right? You could fire him at what's the difference if the assistant coach takes over the Primavera coach takes over the next three games. Are they any worse? I think the issue for them, and it, it, from what I've read a, a couple times through the season, is money. They're paying sure. them like $9 million a season. They're yeah, already at $32 million left on the table or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. losing out on Champions League money. Who do you bring in? If you bring in a bigger name coach, someone who's not working right now, like Zidane, I believe, is still out of work. Like, he's going to want big money. You can't mm-hmm. afford two salaries like that without the Champions League money and the revenues that they used to, you know, at least project to have. I don't know if they actually did. And maybe that's why they're in some financial trouble now. But, um, yeah, they're not so flush with cash these days. Right. So um, my, my bonus buy or sell number two, buy or sell Moise Keane to score in his third straight game. He is plus 220 anytime. And some are saying, not, I mean, not everybody, but experts have said, since I tweeted he would have a master class, he scored in every game. <laughs> uh, I will sell it, not because of anything to do with Moise Keane. I don't even know if he starts because why would mm-hmm. why would he, right? That's a smart decision. So so why would Allegri make that decision? Okay. He's kind of in the same book uh, boat with Origi a little bit, in my opinion, where it's just like he's not getting the time that I think a lot of people think he might deserve. And I get it. Like, at least he has like Vlahovic starting ahead of him. So there's quality there. But And Milik's been phenomenal since they got yeah. him. I mean, that's yeah. you can't yeah. really discount that. 
So I, I'm going to sell it just because I don't know how many minutes he's going to get. He might only have 15 minutes. Yeah, I'll sell for the same reason. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move elsewhere in Italy. I am going to rattle off four lines for you guys. Uh, we are buying or selling if these are rat lines. Are they traps? We have Atalanta, minus 140, going to Empoli, who is in 12th place. We have Udinese, minus 125, going to Cremonese, who is in last place. Fiorentina, minus 120, going to Spezia in 16th place. And Roma, minus 130 at our Serie B, 19th place, Hellas Verona. Buying or selling, these lines being accurate, and who are you buying to get a win out of these four teams? I think these lines all shout value for who they are and who they're playing against. I know they're all road matches, which affects the lines a little bit, but... I mean, I know you're going to get to Atalanta later on a little more in depth, but I know they came off that clunker against Lazio, but minus 140 at Empoli, who just gave up four to Juve, seems like a pretty good line. I mean, Udinese, they're starting to come back down to earth like we suspected. You know, they're a successful season for them is like eighth, ninth place probably, um, coming off that loss to Torino. But Cremonese just lost it. Yeah, they just lost to Sampdoria, who hadn't had a win all season, I think, up to that point. Fiorentina... Minus 120 coming off a very tough loss to Inter, but they finally started scoring some goals in that match. Yep. And they, they've been scoring in their conference league too. I think it's like yeah. three or four goals in two straight in that competition. Yeah. And that whoever they're playing has to be on par with Spezia. Yeah. And then Roma, you know, my team had tough loss against Napoli on the weekend, but Napoli's been beating everybody and it was only a one nothing loss. So at least the defense showed that it's, you know, fairly sound. It's the offense that's still causing them problems, but they're playing Verona. And I know Scott and I are both going to get to Roma later. I think if anybody slips up, I'm just going to go based on their form so far this season. I'd pick Fiorentina, um, which is why I think they have the closest to even money number slightly. Um, But I mean, if I had to throw together like a 14 parlay, this wouldn't be a a bad way to parlay and do a couple round robins with it because it's great value in all these teams. Now, granted, somebody probably does slip up, maybe draw or something, but there's value in all these teams. I, I wouldn't pick any of them to lose, um, but you know, which is a believer. All right. I'll be very quick with this. I'm going to sell Atalanta at Empoli. Nothing to do with Atalanta. I just, Empoli are weird ones. They they show up at weird times and they pull out draws when you don't expect them to. They also blow it in the 90th minute in consecutive matches too. So I, I don't really like betting for or against Empoli right now because I don't really know what to make of them. Um, Udinese, I love that one at, at Cremonese. I mean, Udinese have been hot for us you yeah. know, all season long. Bounce uh, back game. Yeah, bounce back game. I mean, they, we know that they can score um, pretty consistently. Uh, so I, that one, I'm not so worried about. I'll buy that one. I'm selling everything to do with Fiorentina. I know you guys like their conference league stats, but they also lost to Istanbul back a sheer 3-0 not too long ago in the conference league. They got smacked by Lazio 4-0. Sure did. Um, they lost to Verona of all teams. Two to, or actually, no, they beat Verona, right? Or did Verona? Yeah, beat them? I don't know. I'm, I'm just based on what we've been betting this year. Actually, I think they, they did beat Verona. Yeah, I think they did beat Verona. So I'll take that one back. But even still, um, not a team that I, I want to buy in any scenario. I don't care who they're playing. And Spezia, again, I think that's a team that shows up in weird moments. Um, I've, I think even last season, I, I won a few bets with them. Uh, and then Roma, I can, you know, coach and I'll get to. I, okay. I will be buying Roma this week in, in certain places. I'll, okay. I'll leave it at so that. I, I'm buying that this is like a perfect storm. Of, of lines right it's number one we're it's wednesday we're we're four days early right so we're, we're getting these lines at the the prime time of picking 
as Coach Steve mentioned, all four teams are away. And all four teams are coming off of a loss last week, all brutal in their own regard. So I think that just makes for this kind of perfect storm of these lines don't make sense. And I'm fucking here for it. And I mean, one of them will eventually blow it, get a draw something, but you'll see what I'm going to buy later. I'm buying these lines. I'm buying these teams and I'm buying anybody that places a wager on any four or all four of these games because the conditions are there for it. Yeah, I'd be Let's, shocked if you don't bet all four as singles and end up up money. You know, I might even just parlay it for the hell of it. Okay, so let's let's do a little mini competition here. We got four four matchups here. I'm gonna set the total uh two and a half. Uh how many favorites win? Take it I'll over, go over. I'll go over over two and a half. Right? I'll, and, I'll and, go and, over two and a half. And it has to be win, right? So draw or loss. Win. No, win. Okay. Yep. Win. Right, yeah. Two and a half. Money line. Right. I'll take I the other just to be I'll take the under just because I'll, I like rooting for the underdog. So yeah. we'll see. Love it. Love and then it. interesting stat I just pulled up. And when I pulled up the Spezia, Fiorentina, you know, the stats that they threw out there. Only Verona, zero points. have gained fewer points than Spezia and Fiorentina. Each have one point in October in Serie A. So interesting number there for, for teams that played, I think, four league matches already this month. Okay. I like it. Um, let's shift gears to England. We got an interesting game here. Uh, Chelsea at Brighton, Chelsea plus 155, Brighton plus 190. Uh, the return of Potter. So, one month since moving over to Stanford Bridge. Are we buying or selling a Chelsea bounce back two straight draws in the league? Scotty, what do you think? Yeah, I'll buy a, a bounce back. Um, you know, Chelsea have kind of figured things out. Um, they, they, they're scoring now. We talked about Obama Yang has been, you know, a, a breath of fresh air for them because they really were getting nothing out of that that center forward spot. Um, so they seem to have found an answer there. Uh, so I, I like that they have that, you know, dynamic threat that uh, leading the line um, that, that can get goals for them because that's usually where we were losing points with Chelsea is, you know, they just couldn't score. They would have a one nothing lead and then they'd go on to blow it. So um, you know, nothing against Brighton. You know, I, I don't think that they're going to be like dropping points left and right now that Potter is gone. Uh, they seem to kind of keep things relatively steady. They're still in the top half of the table. And, uh, I think they have, you know, a game in hand on a lot of these teams too. So they can even have the potential to move up, but uh, I think Chelsea have kind of figured it out. Um, unlucky to, to get the, the draw against Manchester United on the weekend with that 94th minute goal from, from Casemiro, yeah. but yeah. killed my uh, brutal. brutal. Coach, you buying that bounce back? Yeah, I'm going to buy the bounce back as well. They're coming off the win against Salzburg yesterday in the Champions League, which which helps the the momentum a little bit. You know, like Scotty said, drawing that match so late against United hurt. But and I I think Deserve is a good manager for Brighton. I think you know we saw him in Serie A with Sassuolo. He did a lot of good things attacking wise. But Potter knows time. these players. It's going to take time because he's got a completely different system than Potter. He knows. His, his ex-player is Potter, right? He knows how strengths and weaknesses. He's going to be able to coach up Chelsea, who have superior talent on top of that. I, I buy the bounce back. I'm buying that people should take this plus 155 number. You will rarely see that for the rest of the year with this Chelsea team. I love that number. Yeah, I guess, especially against a team that's not, you know, traditional top six. Uh, yeah. That's pretty, pretty unlikely. Uh, you know, maybe, I, maybe Newcastle. Maybe those are the, the only other teams that you'd see. Yeah, I mean, you know, looking at that line, you figured it would live more at best. It would live more in the realm of the the games we just spoke about, right? That minus the minus one twenty, minus one forty yeah. sphere. So getting them at plus one fifty five, absolutely buying that. Um, but then the last game I want to talk about in England, we have a, maybe the surprise match of the season: Fulham against Everton. 
Fulham in a shock seventh place right now. I mean, a shock depending on if you listen to kicks and picks or not. We've told you guys all year, Mitrovic is absolutely automatic. Everton climbing the table after some solid results. So Fulham is plus 135 on the money line. Everton plus 205. Are you buying or selling Fulham being this big favorite, taking care of business, cruising in this game? Coach, I'm going to let you start because I got a, a, a great stat. I don't know if I'd say cruising, but I do buy them to win this match. I think plus 135 is a good number. I would probably go draw no bet if I was going to bet it. I don't know what it is off off the top of my head. I haven't looked at it, but yeah, just to give yourself that extra protection, it's probably a smart thing to go draw no bet. But, I mean, Fulham's in good form. Everton's starting to play a little bit better. But, I mean, you know, like you said, Mitrovic, home. I, I like what this Fulham team's been doing. Yeah. Uh, they are minus 145, draw no bet. Not, not a terrible number for a draw no bet. Yeah, so I'm going to buy Fulham at home because they have been really, really good at home so far this even, uh, this season. Craven Cottage has been – it's it's one of those those uh, grounds where it's it's everything's really tight. The fans – it's a small, intimate you know setting. Um, the fans are obviously very excited about being in the Premier League. And you know Liverpool, starting their season there, had the 2-2 draw. Fulham, in six home games in the league this season, have three wins, two draws, and just one loss. So – um, I, I like what what they're doing while they're at home. They make sure that they kind of get the points, especially off of you know those traditional bigger teams. So um, Everton on the other side, they've been a little bit better away from home this season. Um, last year they basically escaped relegation just because of their their home uh, their home record, and I think away they had lost like something like twelve straight games or something crazy like that. So uh, although they're a little bit better, they're still suspect, you know, over the last you know year and a half on the road. So this one to me seems like a, a nice Fulham. Uh, I don't want to say coming out party because as you mentioned, they've been winning. I was, was thinking yeah. win in my head. Yeah, like this is like a yeah, we are the real deal. We're sitting in seventh place, and you know, depending on how the rest of the results on the weekend go, maybe even moving up higher. So I was right there with you with your train of thought. I I'm actually more so buying that. I think Everton is much closer to the Everton we saw last year in the beginning of the season than they are the last couple of weeks. Um, So I think that sets up nicely for Fulham. I'm with you guys here. Absolutely buying it. All right, guys. So let's transition over to our locks of the week. The hat trick of picks Uh, five and five last week, but absolutely on fire on the season. Everybody is up money. Uh, what do we guys, what are we looking at for this week? Scotty, kick us off. Yeah, so I'll start off with one that's a little, it's a little risky, but I kind of like the number. Um, I'm going to take Leeds plus 1.75 goals. So we're going with the Asian total at Liverpool. That's Ooh. minus 125. I know this one, Leeds have been very murky, I guess would be the way to say it. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, they've been kind of conceding. Um, we know about Patrick Bamford's struggles. So Terrible. yeah, it hasn't been great. Uh, but it's a pretty decent number for for getting plus one 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 and three quarters. So Liverpool, we know that they've been struggling, uh, conceding first. So this is an, another opportunity where leads to score first. I think is plus two thirty five. So if, if you're like a lottery ticket, you might as well. Um, we know that leads are going to get forward. They have you know talent, Sinestra that can you know Beast. create something from nothing, which is usually what you need. Uh, and at the same time, Liverpool are still dealing with a lot of injuries. So they performed well against Ajax today, uh, midweek. They're going to have to, you know, have a short rest. They've got, you know, two days basically to to rest up for this one. Uh, but they're still going to be without, you know, Jota. They're still be without Thiago and and, and Luis Diaz. Um, you know, Salah and and Nunez and Firmino are going to all be playing on on that short rest. Uh, so I, I think there's 
the the possibility here that Liverpool kind of snake out a, a maybe like a one goal win, one of those classic clops. You know, we get a two zero lead and then we protect it. Maybe you can see once. Um, so I, I don't think it's going to be a, bull, a blowout by by any means. Uh, I like the number at plus one and one one point seven five. So that's what I'm going to take. So what I'll say here is I've doubted Scotty when it comes to Liverpool before, and that has yet to work out for me. Um, so typically when he is on pool, good or bad, the man knows his shit. Yeah. And again, Liverpool have been good at home, so that helps them a little bit here. But overall, their EPL form has been streaky. So uh, good performances are often followed by bad. Uh, they just had a good performance against Ajax, so they might be due for a little bit of letdown. All right. What do you got, Coach? I'm going to the Bundesliga with my first one. Uh, coach now, Worldwide. Now, they bit me last week, not on the show, but in, I had a separate podcast. I was telling you guys um, with the early Bundesliga kickoff on Saturday, I think I hit four out of five. Leipzig rooted on me money line. They were down three, nothing ended up tying three, three. And it was, it was disastrous for, for the parlay, but I just see this line. Um, I'm going to go with the, the Asian minus 0.75 just to get the better number, but it's minus one Oh five against Leverkusen. If you go regular money line, it's minus one thirty, which I think is great value for Leipzig at home. Coming off a big win against uh, Real Madrid yesterday in the Champions League, that'll build up some momentum. I think even not losing that match last weekend helps with the mindset a little bit. And here's some some stats to back up why I like them at home. Um, since Marco Rose took over uh, in match day six, their 11 points is second only to uh, Union Berlin and Eintracht Frankfurt. They're moving up the table a bit. And at home, they have the best home record in the league so far with 13 points, 14 scored, and just four conceded. Uh, no other Bundesliga side has a bigger discrepancy between the number of points they picked up at home and away. So they're, uh, you know, they cook at home and Leverkusen off to their second worst start in Bundesliga history. We've talked about how poor they've been and, and they, they bleed goals. I feel like this is a, a match where Leverkusen probably could put up three. And even if they concede two, uh, I, I just like them in this one. I think minus minus one thirty is a great number money line and even better minus one Oh five. Um, if you get the Asian mi- uh, minus three quarters of a goal. I don't want to spoil any of coach's other picks, but I'll, I will say this. You can tell coach has spent a, a good time in the lab when all three of his, his locks are, are Asian totals. So oh, yeah, I'm, He's I'm very it. excited about these picks. <laughs> He's loving it. Um, more value for, for hopefully to build up some more uh, units. Yeah. Hey, um, you listen, you've, you've crushed Germany all year. I can't knock you for it. I think um, German Leipzig is like my German Juve. Like I think I'm like, Oh, and five betting games involving them. Um, so I will certainly stay away from this one, but I'm wishing you the best of luck. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go to one of the games we talked about. It, it's Atalanta. It, it's the chalkiest game. Is it obvious? Yes. Is it stupid? It could be. Um, but I think minus 140 at Empoli, um, it, it's it's too good to pass up. I think they were hit with a summer saying, a Saudi masterclass last week uh, where they scored no goals against Lazio. They don't put up two stickers in a row, and they don't typically lose to teams that they're supposed to lose to. Um, so, uh, or excuse me, teams that they're supposed to beat. So, I, I just I can't see them dropping two duds in a row. Um, and I, I don't love the minus one forty compared to some of the other games we talk about, but I think I have the most confidence in them winning. And we all know that they cook just a little bit better away from home. So, I like out a lot in this in this spot. Yeah, I hope for your sake that that Atalanta have at least a two goal lead going into like the last ten minutes because Empoli have just been so fluky in the last you know ten minutes plus stoppage time this season that it's just going to be anything can happen. And that's kind of what Atalanta has been doing. They score late in the first half, early in the second half. They're, that that's kind of their window, like that thirtieth to sixtieth minute. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm hoping they can just kind of get an early start and pile it on, but I, I think they get it done in this one. All right. Well, keeping in the theme of chalk, I'm going to also go to another chalky pick. Uh, I have Man City to score uh, in both halves this weekend. Um, look, City have been shut out three of their last four games. I get it. Um, but that's not because they've suddenly lost their ability to score. Uh, I think in in two of those games are, are Champions League games, uh, either Holland or De Bruyne were sitting. So um, I expect both of them to play in, in this weekend. Uh, they're both healthy, so there's no reason for them not to play. Um and when they are healthy and, and they are all out there, we've seen what they've done. They think they've averaged something like 3.6 goals per game in the league uh, when they're both playing. Uh, and then obviously, you know, when they're not there, it's they're, they're getting like shut out or, or scoring one. So this weekend, both should be out there. You know, you can double check the lineups, but again, they're not carrying injuries. Uh, I expect them to get goals in, in both halves pretty easily. Um, and, and minus 140, it's, it's not so bad. Um, oh, it's solid. It, it's it's a lot lower than most teams to score both halves, but still for, for a team that like City, um, it's pretty decent value. Yeah. All right, I'm going to the Premier League for my next one. I'm going to go Newcastle. I'm going to take the minus three quarters of a goal again just because it's a little more better value than than the money line. Uh, against Aston Villa, plus 105. If you, if you can get the money line, it's minus 120 right now. I mean, I was Love looking it. back at the calendar uh, when we were talking about Newcastle. I, I couldn't believe Newcastle hasn't lost since August. And that was a, a tight loss to Liverpool where they lost in the 98th minute. That's been their only loss this season. I know we were talking about them in our preview as um, of the to of the not top four teams to have a shot at, you know, finishing the highest. We had them pegged. Arsenal is ahead of them right now. Um, they were one of the non-top four teams. But Newcastle doing everything in their power to hang around. They're now in fourth place on 21 points, five wins, six draws, and a loss. Uh, been playing very well coming off that big win at um, Spurs last weekend, 2-1. Villa, do they get a, a new manager bounce with Emery after they had a new manager interim bounce last week? I don't think so. I double like bounce. what Newcastle's been doing. That's and... a double dribble. That we don't, that's, yeah. a, that's a fat that we turn the ball over. <laughs> one, um, one other interesting prop bet to keep an eye on in this match is Miguel Almiron. He scored five goals in his last five matches. And, and he scored back-to-back weeks, and then he had a, a week off, and then it was a brace, and uh, another goal before that. So, He's plus 240 anytime. I mean, against a team like Villa, who's not that great, that might be worth a crack too, but I like Newcastle to win this. The streets remember, Coach, that Newcastle's team form turned around when kicks and picks got on the bandwagon. Uh, last year, I mean, we ran. We, that is true. I mean, eight eight wins in a row or something like that last year, like you said, have not lost since August. I mean, that is a direct result of our support. Has to be. And if Miguel Almiron scores 10-plus goals this season, I think Jack Grealish might be the MVP of Newcastle United. No, no doubt about it. So because he said, only you know, he's an MVP. <laughs> pull Morris, he's playing like Almiron, <laughs> but I don't know. Playing like Almiron is a compliment these days. Absolute fact. So the streets remember Newcastle, huge favorite of the podcast, and I love that pick. Um, so I, I will go to my second chalky pick here. Uh, I am taking Fiorentina, and I know Scotty for good reason says he doesn't trust them. Um, but they're playing Spezia. Spezia is terrible. And the key here is um, Fiorentina has really been generating chances in their last five or six games. Um, so they're real. They got XG. They, they definitely got XG. Um, okay. I, I mean, we're going to look at that XG. Um, but they're starting to find that form. Uh, even three last week at Inter in a game they had no business even being in. Um, and I think this is kind of like a must win for them almost. Uh, their coach, yeah. Vincenzo Italiano, was the darling last year. 
Well, they're in 10th fucking place. They have 10 points and they're only one point ahead of Spezia. So if they can't take care of Spezia, they got much bigger issues. The numbers should never be this low. And um, they're just going to have to net three or four in this one and, and get it done. All right. Well, closing out my pick is something that I thought would have been a chalky pick, but I guess it's not. Um, it's going to be Roma first half money line against Hellas Verona. It's plus 135. It's a lot of free money. really good value there. Um, look, Verona, we know they, they're terrible. They have one win all season. I think that was back in the first week of September against Sampdoria. So not exactly a, a team that is in great form at the moment. Um but if we want to get you know a little bit more detailed uh, in their last six meetups between Roma and, and Hellas, uh, Roma have actually had a first half lead in four of those six games. So already a track record for Roma to get out to a quick start against this squad. Uh, in their last four games, Roma uh, have two wins and two draws in the first half with those two draws coming against Napoli and Inter, who are a different level than Verona. Um, and Verona are a team that are conceding goals at an absurd level. Uh, I think they have six straight games of at least two goals conceded. So uh, should not have any problems uh, scoring goals in this one, Coach. Uh, hopefully Tammy gets gets it going because I know he's been a, a guy that hasn't quite gotten off to the start that Roma has expected him to. Based he, on was, he was my stud of the season, my prediction for stud of the season, and he has let me down. So I'm going to take Roma first half. I mean, it's plus 135 is such good value on this one. Um, so that to me is going to be my, my big pick for the week. Yeah. I think it's important you pointed out that Roma doesn't tend to concede early. They've, they've led in two of their last four and, and the, the two that were even were against sides that are considered better than them really roster wise. Um, because of just the way Mourinho approaches these matches, Verona has been bad, which is why I'm going to piggyback off Scotty. I'm going to look at the, the, the full time minus uh, three quarters of a goal. Roma's even money. Money line minus 130. Love. Not every day you get that against a team as poor as Roma. I know Roma's been struggling to score, but even their over one and a half is at minus 120. They're playing at Helsinki in the Europa League tomorrow. I'm hoping that they can use that to kind of get below to Abraham, those kind of players going a bit. Um, and or then, get somebody you know, some rest. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think both well, of those guys start. No, I think they do because Zaniolo suspended uh, um, for that, that red card. Silly me. Yeah, that should have yeah. been, been a given. Yeah, well, uh, one Dybala can't be hurt, right? Dybala is fit, right? Yeah, um, oh, okay. he, he's still out. So, yeah, it's going to be those two most likely. But I think hopefully they find their goal-scoring boots a little bit tomorrow, carried over into Hellas on Halloween on Monday, and just kind of get going. And what better team to do it against, like Scott said, than Verona? They've given up two goals plus in their last six. Um, Roman needs to start scoring. So the, the one thing we're really, well, I shouldn't say that because we're obviously very good at giving you guys locks of the week, but the one thing we're exceptional at is picking teams to ride to victory and picking the teams that we're going to fade every single fucking week. And we've identified that very early on with Hellas Verona and you guys are both in a great spot here. So I, I'm chalking these up as two wins, no doubt. Oh, and it's not often I'll put my lock on my, my team because I feel like I'm jinxing them, but I, I just feel like this one, the value is too good. Man, now the worst outcome here is that this pick loses and we get to roast coach next week. So now I'm this is I'm now in a win-win situation here. <laughs> no doubt. All right. So uh I saw listen, you guys saw me take two chalky picks. Uh, these guys have plus numbers all over the board. I had to get in on that. And I am gonna go with what I am saying is my most unorthodox pick of the season. It's a little crazy. Stick with me here. I am going with Bologna team total over one and a half this is plus 170 um it's insane but Bologna is starting to find a little bit of that form and this is going to be one of those 
wide open games. Both teams are going to be going for it. They both think they could win, should win, will want to win. Um, you know, the, the over is like minus 150. Um, I think both teams to score is minus 160. Arnautovic, um, who hand up, um, you know, I was wrong on that guy. He's been absolutely washed. Yeah, he is not washed. He has been on fire this year. He is plus 180 anytime goal scorer. I think that's also a very good bet. Um, so I do expect him to get on the score sheet. I think Bologna gets one more from somewhere else. They're actually pretty dangerous on set pieces. They run at you pretty hard. Um, that that four two three one, when it's cooking, uh, you know, against a team on equal status, let's say, I, I think they can do a lot of damage. So I'm taking a shot at them getting two goals in this game. Nick, can I ask you a question as our local Bologna res, uh, expert here? Hit me. Um, does Arnautovic take their PKs? I believe he does. Yes. So is there a scenario where Bologna score two goals and Arnautovic doesn't score any? I, I don't think so. I think he scores. Then I may just have to take him as a anytime goal scorer. Then I, you saw me outline it and just talk about it. I think that's a phenomenal bet, provided he plays. The only thing I, I don't like about that is you never know could get subbed off, could get hurt, right. whatever. I, I I think they get two goals regardless, but I absolutely expect him to be on the score sheet. All right, fair enough. Coach, tell me you love it. Um, that's a no. Coach does not love this. Pick. <laughs> Coach is coming off of an zero and three week and doesn't love it's it. It's not something good. I would have looked for. Bologna is not really the highest flying team always, but exactly. you're right. Our Narkovich does, you know, <laughs> score for them this season. So, to me, yeah, they're mean, almost, they're in like a similar situation to Roma, where Roma you have Tammy, you have Belotti, you have Zaniolo. Who, these are three talented players who haven't fucking scored at all. It's kind of the same thing with Bologna or Cellini, uh, Sansone. Um, the other dude that I like, um, Soriano, like, um, Musa Barrett, like these dudes are talented. They could score yeah. goals. They just haven't been. And I mean, they've I, I think, Roma scored 13, they've scored 12. The difference is they just concede more. That's, that's the difference. In there you have it. Really. So, yeah. um, I just, you know what? I saw that plus plus one seventy. it's time to take a shot. And if I go two and one, and this is the one that misses, so be it. But I actually really like this pick. And guess what? Monza's been playing better lately, but they've still conceded 19 times in a lot of matches. Exactly time. right. I, I think Monza yeah. has good talent. Uh, they're they're not a well-put-together team yet. This Bologna side's been together a little long. Not that that's great, but um, I, I just think th- this is going to be their best performance of the year. I could see a 2-2 game in this one, but that, yeah. that's okay. That gets me the win. True. They don't have to win the match. They just have to score two goals. So I, I think they do it. Um, so, Scotty... Uh, finish this off here with the, the pod lock of the week. I don't think uh, it'll be a big surprise. Yeah. So pod lock of the week now sitting at sadly six, two and three. So we do have uh, our second loss on the season. Very upsetting, but credit to us. We've been trying to get you guys some, some better value on these picks. We've been sitting around like an average of like minus one thirty for our winners. I think so, so we're, we're back, but Hey, free money is free money. We're going back to the minus one thirty Well, it's going to be Chelsea, draw no bet, minus 130 at Brighton. We think Chelsea get it done. We think Potter is, knows his team better than, well, knows Brighton better than than anybody else can in this league. Uh, he's going to set up Chelsea pretty well to, to succeed there. Uh, we talked about Chelsea's offense being back on the uh, on the up and up scoring goals when they need it. Um, you know, Sterling is, is now being more of a creator rather than a scorer, which is really where he should be because we know he does not have the best shooting boots. Um, so we're on board with Chelsea to get the, the full win here, but even if they they somehow managed to, to drop points like they did against United in the last minute, you don't have a, a loss on your record. No doubt about it. You know, we love that. We love a little protection, but 
this is absolutely a winner and we are going to go to seven and two on the year. No doubt in my mind. For sure. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to like, share, subscribe, tell your mama, tell your pa, um, follow us all season long. We are going to be firing these winners. Uh, Jump in while the water's warm.